0: Again, y'all, if you're on the Facebook streets, please just watch the YouTube live. The link has been sent. And please don't forget to love and like and share. That's an easy, easy and free way to support this channel and this program. So good morning, everybody who will be listening also to us on wherever you get your podcast later this week, Audible, Spotify. I know I always forget people, (laughs) iTunes, um, Buzzsprout, everybody. Uh, good morning to the folks watching on uh, Parade Deck Live, the Face Channel this morning, LinkedIn, Twitter. I might have missed, not Twitter, X. Uh, I'm sure I missed somebody, but this is going to be a really good message. It's going to be a short message because it's more, um, I think this is, again, because this is the last um, message in the series called Matters of the Heart that we did for February. Uh, we're going to be talking about love and compassion. And the reason I'm saying this is going to be a short one is you're going to have to make a decision. Um, the one thing that we have is free will. And at some point, you're not going to be able to blame God. You're not going to be able to blame anyone, circumstances or anyone around you. You're going to have to be, you're going to have to make a decision whether or not you are going to show love and compassion. So I'm going to share uh, from the, from the Bible, obviously, I'm going to take us into the word and give you an example of scripture. And we're going to walk through that and then I'm going to challenge you, those of y'all who are watching, whether you're watching live or the replay, to make a decision. And maybe it's not today, but maybe this, you know, prompts your heart to really decide um, what you're going to do about this thing, love and compassion. So, Lord, we just thank you. Thank you for giving us another Thursday, for letting us survive another week, giving us breath this morning. You know, I thank you even for this platform. And I pray that anyone who needs to hear this message, they will, they will hear it. They will receive it. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence and use me now. I'm yours. And just let your love and your compassion um, just pour out through me, through my words and my eyes, ears and everything. I pray that you will Um, help us to understand, give us the spirit of wisdom when it comes to this very complex and yet so easy, so easy thing, you know, showing love and showing compassion in every area of our lives, whether it's uh, as parents or caregivers or teachers, as, you know, assistants, as coaches, as doctors, as leaders, as analysts, as whatever it is that we are, project managers, whatever it is that we're We've been called to do the role that we fill. um, That you today will speak to us about love and compassion. Amen. All right, this is why it says this is a this is a um, this is a choice. So I'm going to share my screen. I'm going to share the word. We're going to be in Luke 10. This is a very familiar. I get it. I know y'all know this, but (laughs) this is a very familiar scripture. But I think it's really important. This is Luke 10. And I'm looking at verses verses 25, and I'm going to pause at 29. But I'm going to show you what it is, and the reason we're going to pause because there is a there's a question in here I want us to really think about. So we're 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 um, we're looking at this from our heart posture. I talk about heart posture all the time because that is the way that that the Lord taught me how to teach others is. From the position of his heart is what's on his heart, Amen. So we're going to start off in verse twenty-five. It says, "And behold, a lawyer stood up to put put him to the test, meaning a lawyer, an educated person, stood up to put Jesus to the test." Okay, Uh, some of us who are are, are very knowledgeable, right? You know, we try to put God to the test, and and he says, "Saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life?" It's almost transactional, right? What, what shall I do? What shall I do? And he said to him in verse 26, what is written in the law and how do you read it? (laughs) And, and he answered, the man answered, and you shall love the Lord, your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. I'm going to break this down for you to show you that there are multiple components here. First, it's loving the Lord, your God with all your heart. And why is it? It's because again, we know that it's from our heart. Our heart feeds our thoughts. Our thoughts become our words. Our words become our actions and how we live our life things are seated things that are things that are special things that are you know closer to you it's you know uh we were saying in jamaica oh you're taking it to heart meaning you're taking really great offense like it is it is in your being because you're taking it to heart but the first part is loving the lord your god with all your heart a lot of people love god with their intellect with their mind and you know can i tell you a couple of days ago he was even showing me that like We've made even the relationship and the way we worship so convenient to us. <laughs> it's been more about how convenient it is to us. I don't have time. You know, I don't have time to pray. I don't have time to worship. So I'll just grab an app and I'll just grab a devotional and see what see what's out there for me. Instead of taking that time, setting that time apart. Loving God with your whole heart means you want to set time aside so that you can just do worship. Right? In the same way we love our children with our whole heart. We're gonna set time aside so that we spend quality time with our kids, right? So loving the Lord our God with all our heart, with all our soul. So now our intentions, our minds, our you know, our our thought thoughts, our um our will, right? So loving God with with all your soul, it's it's your mind, it's you know, get, we talk about the mind of Christ when you're approaching a problem, what's your response to it? when you're approaching people, what's your intention and your will, you know, anytime I enter into any situation I'm talking like, cause I'm talking to people who, you know, are especially on the LinkedIn streets when you're at work, you know, before I go into a meeting, I'm asking the Lord to bless me and open my eyes and, you know, um, help me Lord, if I'm dealing with a, a very, um, a tough colleague, I'll ask him even, help me to show compassion because I don't know what's going on with this other person, right? So loving with my whole, my soul, with all my strength, with all my strength, that's another one, right? So we talk about being being strong, being in resolve, you know, it, it is, it's being, uh, I ask the Lord, like, give me the strength, like give me the mental strength sometimes, right? <laughs> <laughs> to you know, you know, help me back. You know, help me build up a backbone, right? <laughs> so I'm loving him with all my strength, with all my energy, with all my force, right? And then with all my mind. That's another one. You know, again, because our thoughts feed. And sometimes, again, if we're having all these nasty, negative thoughts that's coming into your your mind, do you love with your mind? You know, before I, before I. Um, Speak to someone, am I already judging them? That's coming from my thoughts and my preconceived notion, right? And watch this last part, and your neighbor as yourself. Now here is where it's going to be a little problematic, because if you don't love yourself, it's impossible for you to love someone else. If you don't love yourself, it's impossible for you to love someone else. You will always, uh, you will always be judging. You'll always be um, looking at some. Your perception is always going to be muddled. It's always going to be a foreshadow, a projection, if you will. If you're not confident, therefore, you're going to look at someone who is confident, and you're going to find a, a way to challenge that person. Jealousy, envy, right? Gossip, right? So you can see here that's even important that you're loving your neighbor, but it says as yourself. So how do you love yourself is understanding the value in the way God sees you, not the way the world sees you. I am not big on uh, titles and I, when it comes to titles. I mean, uh, titles on the job. Titles in ministry, but also titles that we start to pick up in society. I call them tags and titles, where everybody starts to jump on a bandwagon and, and they have a title or a condition tied to their name. So now you don't even know how to address someone because there's title and conditions that come with their names. And me, me, I say, hey, what is your name? What do you want me to call you? And that's the name I go by, Right but it's tied back to the value and how you see your, how you see yourself right and if you love yourself then it then it's it's easier for you to love your neighbor because you're not so focused on all the negatives and the things that that person did and all that stuff right and and when it talks about loving your neighbor as yourself it, it means even the same way that you would meet your own conditions you want to meet it for somebody else Something we do in our uh, prayer, our prayers in the Come Out of the Wilderness prayer ministry is we pray for other people. So especially on Tuesday night, Monday mornings, that's where we're getting ourselves ready for the week. And Tuesday, Tuesday night, we we pray over families. We pray over specific people. And, you know, these aren't prayer requests. These are people who we just, you know, the Lord shows them to me. and We pray over them as we would pray for ourselves. But this is an alignment with being a good Samaritan, if you will. It's, it's the, it's, it's following his instruction. Amen. Thank you for that, Lord, that we are to love our neighbor as ourselves. Verse 28 says, and he said to him, you answered correctly, do this and you will live and live here. What he showed me is not just living as an extended life, but live, live a prosperous life, live a full life, live a life of joy, a life filled with blessing. You will, you will live happiness, right? It comes from that, come from love. Now, verse 29. Um, says, but he desiring to justify himself. Now here, here's again, the lawyer, the educated person, right? The one, again, the one who assumes he knows everything. A lot of us, right? We we know more than the Lord, right? <laughs> We've been at church and you can't tell me nothing. And yet he was, he was being challenged. So he wanted to challenge because he wanted to justify. The reason he wanted to justify himself is because he wasn't doing any of these things. He wasn't loving the Lord with all his heart, his soul, his strength, his mind. And he surely wasn't loving his neighbor as his self, because he started out by asking, what shall I do to inherit? What's the price I need to pay? Is there a check I need to write so I can get this thing called eternal life, right? And and the Lord responds and asks, and, and he said, I'm sorry, he said to Jesus, who is my neighbor? Who is my neighbor? The word says, you know, loving your neighbor as yourself. And the question he asked is who is my neighbor? I'm going to stop sharing and just come talk to y'all. That is a profound question. That is a profound question that a lot of us have to answer to. Who is my neighbor? The word says, love your neighbor as yourself. And the question is, who is my neighbor? And I genuinely believe that if we start to look at your neighbor as people who don't not just the people who look like you, not just the people who live in your physical neighborhood, not just the people who you go to church with, if you look at your neighbor as someone on who you're working with your co your colleagues, if you're looking at your neighbor as you know again people you might run into at, at this you know in your community at the store, if you start to expand. Who is my neighbor? As literally everyone who, who you come in contact with, your heart posture changes because you you start to realize that showing love and compassion isn't just about you feeling good and you being kind to the people that maybe your you, you know your intimate family or maybe you're showing love to you know you know your your spouse or your mate, right? But who is your neighbor goes much farther than that. So that's why I started out by saying this is a question you have to answer for yourself. This is this is a a a, an, a will question. This is a matter of the heart, but this is something that you have to s- decide for yourself. This isn't something that, you know, God can force you to do. Now, I I love because he loved me first. I love him because he loved me first. I love the Lord because he sacrificed himself for me because I do believe in the, in the gospel of salvation, um, because I've been so blessed. I love the Lord because he loved me first, right? And as I'm carrying out this walk, then what do I do with all the love he gives me? And all that love that I have, I have to give it back to somebody else. That's that's the nature of my being. I'm speaking for myself. Maybe that's you as well. But showing love and compassion goes beyond be, you know, being the person who's just, Dismissive, it's, it's, it goes against the person uh, that's so judgmental, the ones that are gossiping. Look, all of us are going to vent at some point, right? There are days when I'm like, you know, in my career, I just want to scream because there's so much craziness happening, right? But I don't turn to hate. I don't turn to judgment. I turn to compassion when I know that there's someone who is truly suffering. I don't need to know your business to know that you're suffering. And so how do I respond to someone who I'm working with, who's going, really going through some things? It doesn't give it give an excuse, you know, when people are treating you poorly, please don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not saying if someone is being abusive to you, you just sit there and take it. When someone's being abusive to me, I'm, Psalm, I'm in Psalm 35 and the Lord going to take care of it. If you know, you know, <laughs> okay. Because I'm not fighting these battles on my own. And even then, we're instructed to love one another. And some of us have to love people where they are, right? You know, um, I was having a conversation yesterday where a a woman was sharing um, just a a situation that's going on with someone who's dealing with uh, alcohol addiction. And she was asking, you know, what do we do as a community to help that person? And my response is, it is not judgment. It is not judgment. So how do you provide resources through love is how do you approach that situation through love and not judgment is having compassion also for the family that's attached to this person. And, and that is the hard posture that you take. And then obviously you you pray through it and you you know, physically, right? Physically, meaning you've got to do something to help those people, help them find a resource. But, but that's that's coming from a position of love and compassion and not love and judgment right cuz again a lot of christians right you know we say we love one another but we're the first to judge we're the first to condemn we're the first to curse amen so what are you going to do this is a choice today as you're going through all of your meetings or your events or you're dealing with the kids or, you know i pray that this is going to rest on your heart am i showing compassion today am i showing love today Lord give me the strength. You know, so some of us got to ask for that. I do. I literally have to ask, Lord, give me strength, Lord God, to show love in this situation. <laughs> or maybe he needs to zip your mouth and you say nothing at all. Sometimes the best response is zero response while you're while you're processing how to love and show compassion. You don't always have to say something, but it does show up in how you respond. So, Father, I thank you for this lesson. I thank you for reminding us the story of the Good Samaritan. But I thank you for calling out that question, who is my neighbor? And as we're going into our our different areas today, whether it's in business, or maybe we're stay-at-home moms, we're teachers, coaches wherever it is that you've sent us in the marketplace today even for those who are who are at home and they're 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 um they're not they don't have a job and they're looking even the ones who feel like they're suffering the ones who are uh, having health crisis and financial crisis all of us or oh god we're going through a lot this is a season of blessings for many but this is also a season of lack for some and so i pray over every single person who are just looking out for your love lord and for your comfort compassion and that you'll give us mercy and that you'll provide, as the word says, you provide all of our needs. So I'm receiving and believing now that you're releasing every single need that is going to be met today, that there's a phone call that the persons who are waiting for the job, they're going to get that call today, that that the answer, that that job offer is coming today. Lord God, and I ask that as they are receiving these blessings, that they do not forget love and compassion in the same way that you show it to us through your mercy. I pray that you will you will irritate us, irritate our very spirits today and remind us to show that to the people around us. It is a choice. And so, Abba, I thank you so much. I thank you for loving me. I thank you for showing compassion to me so that I can return it in full to your people as you send me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Isn't that amazing? It is a choice, y'all. Love and compassion. And I pray that this is going to rest. This is going to bother you today. I pray that it's going to bother your spirit. I pray that you don't forget what I said. And then you go back in the word. All right? Amen. Y'all have a wonderful rest of the week. I will be back on Thursday. If you want to find us, if you want to join a prayer group where uh, it's called come out of the wilderness um, prayer ministry, you can find us on Facebook streets. Like I said, we have uh, lots of Events and prayers. You can go to graceandgritmedia.com. We have a lot of free events that you can join by Zoom. This virtual, um, come out and um, that's another way that you can show support. But another way that you can fellowship with, with men and women like me who are just, you know, coming together to pray and and just be blessed. So y'all have a wonderful rest of your Thursday. Let this be the day that blessings rain on you. Amen. All right. Thank you so much for watching. Take care.